Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hi, everybody. I'm Cassidy, one of your Indianapolis Colts cheerleaders, and you're watching the Believe in Colts podcast. Welcome back to Believe in Colts. I'm Lawrence Owen, back with another edition. And, and this episode marks the beginning of a stretch where every day or every other day, I want to be dropping an episode per position to talk about what the position looks like for the Indianapolis Colts and possible free agents that the Indianapolis Colts might go after. I understand that the combine is coming up here this upcoming week. I want to get these free agency uh, situation out of the way. Then after the combine, we will discuss the draft process and go through each position for the draft thing as well. Free agency is coming around the corner. And I really want to make sure that we really dive into what we have, what our needs are, the money we have, and the players available for the position that we might possibly look into. But before we do, I got to remind everybody that Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, NFL, NBA, and more. BetOnline continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today. Get in on the action. Remember, use promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. So, heading into this upcoming season, the Indianapolis Colts, literally right now, currently, have two quarterbacks. That's it. Two. We have Sam Ellinger, who is, uh, I know a lot of you are still on the bandwagon. Oh, he should have been the backup last year instead of Gardner Minshew. Look, we'll get into that in a second. And then we got Anthony Richardson, which some of you were like, we need to go after a starting quarterback because Anthony Richardson is injury prone and he's not very good. There are some of you out there with both of those narratives on both these quarterbacks. And I personally feel that both those narratives are wrong. Uh, I do not believe that Anthony Richardson is uh, injury prone. He hasn't played enough to show me that. And all of his injuries um, were just, they were what they were, you know, you got a concussion on a hit that he wasn't prepared for where he fell and hit the back of his head. That happens, right? Missed a couple games. And then of course the shoulder injury where a guy tackled him and full force into the ground, that situation probably shouldn't have happened, but it is what it is. Now, if you guys want to talk about the little, little foot thing that he had, uh, at the end of the game, uh, the first injury he had where he missed what, one or two snaps, that was it, then came right back in and played and was fine. You know, that happens to any any player in the NFL where you might, you know, have a little ding and have to leave for a snap or two or even a series and then come right back in. That's no problem. No problem whatsoever I saw from that. He did have uh, an IR season-ending surgery is what it is. I like Anthony Richardson. Can't wait to see him as the starter of the Indianapolis Colts this upcoming season. But we're not here to talk about Anthony Richardson. We're not here to talk about Sam Ellinger, who will be with the Indianapolis Colts and will be one of the backups. 
he will probably be fighting with whoever the Colts bring in, whether that would be bringing back Gardner Minshew, signing a free agent, or drafting somebody. But they are definitely going to have three guys on the roster at the quarterback position. Now, with that being said, the first thing we got to go is think, who are the free agents, the notable free agents for the Indianapolis Colts to go out and look for, right? Well, first off, you're not going to go after a free agent that's looking for starting position, that wants to start, that's going to want starting money. Those are guys that the Indianapolis Colts are not going to go after because we have Anthony Richardson, and you don't want to pay a buttload of money when you have a young rookie quarterback on a rookie contract. That's one of the reasons why you get a young rookie quarterback is to have that. Why fill a backup position who may or may not play as a starter and pay them starter money. So that's going to knock out a couple guys. First off, that's going to knock out Kirk Cousins, right? Because Kirk Cousins, quite frankly, he's going to be a starter somewhere. All right. He played very, very good football last year, 18 passing touchdowns, five interceptions, you know, did a good job, but he won't be back. He's not going to be back. And everybody knows that. But the Indianapolis Colts are not going to pay him starter money to come back and play for them when they're in their situation that they're at right now. Another guy that is going to be off the boards is Jake Browning. Yes, he is a free agent, but he played incredibly well last year for the Cincinnati Bengals and is most likely going to get some sort of starting, potential starting position somewhere, right? He's not going to sign a backup uh, contract. He's Probably going to, he played very well, you know, for the Cincinnati Bengals while Burrow was hurt. I got a feeling that he's going to be out of the Indianapolis Colts price market. So with that being said, who are some guys in free agency that the Indianapolis Colts could possibly target? Now, Gardner Minshew, definitely one of those guys, right? He's a guy who knows the system, knows the players around him, played well enough, um, right? He was what nine and six when he has played at least one half of football. The Indianapolis Colts are nine and six when he's played at least one half of football. Now, was he great and perfect? Absolutely not. He's not a starting quarterback, but we're talking about getting a backup, and he is a top tier backup quarterback. He's probably going to cost around five, five and a half to six million dollars uh, to sign him uh, as a backup quarterback. I would not be surprised if Indianapolis Colts go out and do exactly that. I, and I would not have a problem with it. I would not have a problem with it. However, I think there are better options out there. The question is, will they be financially better for the Indianapolis Colts, right? Uh, Ryan Tannehill currently. I know a lot of you don't like Ryan Tannehill. I think he is a good quarterback. Did not have a very good year last year, but let's face it. The Tennessee Titans were not a good football team last year. They were an awful football team, right? And, you know, there's some things he does not do well. There's some things he does incredibly well. Uh, and one of the things that I like about Ryan Tannehill is he has mobility, right? I honestly think Ryan Tannehill is a better Gardner Minshew. He's got a stronger arm. Uh, he's able to move very well. Uh, he does have an issue with turnovers from time to time. 
but so did Gardner Minshew, right? Gardner Minshew. Now, at the end of the season, Gardner Minshew cleaned up a lot of those turnovers. Ryan Tannehill can have turnover issues, but he does have a good arm. He sees the field very well. I think he, I think Ryan Tannehill would do a very, very good job in a Shane Steichen system. Another guy that I think, and 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 quite frankly, right now his market value is right around Gardner Minshew. I know a lot of you are thinking, well, you know, he was a starter and been a starter for a long time. He's coming off a $30 million a year, you know, on his contract. He'll probably cost around five to seven million. Unless someone picks him up as a starter, and I doubt that's going to happen. Not with what he looked like last year, uh, even with the fact that, you know, the Titans were just god-awful across the board. Another guy, a lot of you are, I've been pounding the table for, 31-year-old Jacoby Brissett, the ex-Indianapolis Colt, who came in and filled the shoes of Andrew Luck, right? He did all right. He played pretty good. And Brissett, he he had three games last year that he played, uh, did not have any turnovers, you know, had three passing touchdowns, didn't play too shabby, didn't play too shabby at all. But I, and, and he does have a cannon. Now, he is not as mobile, in my opinion, as Ryan Tannehill. He can move around, but he's more of a stiff mover. Okay. Um, and yes, he does have a cannon for an arm, but he is very cautious with the football, does not like to take those deep shots. He prefers to be kind of a check down kind of guy, right? Ryan Tannehill would take those shots uh, when, when they're presented. Uh, but Brissett is a safe guy. He's not going to turn the football over, but don't expect him to put the team on his back if and ever it is needed. Right. He's not going to take those shots if and when it's needed uh, to win a game The down by you find yourself down by uh, 17 points in the second half. I just I don't see Jacoby Brissett being a guy that could pull a team out from that situation. Uh, not not consistently. He may do it occasionally, just not. I, I wouldn't want to put it on his shoulders personally. Another guy that I think um, the Indianapolis Colts should keep an eye on is Tyrod Taylor. New York Giants won't be back with the Giants. He had a pretty good season over there as well. Um, played 11 games, five touchdowns, three interceptions. Um, look, the problem with Tyrod, you know, you're looking at what, what he did last year with the Giants. He was in a horrible mess of a situation as well. The only guy that he really had uh, over the, he, the offensive line was awful. I mean, it, it put Danny Dimes, you know, in a hurt box for the year, right, is what 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 that offensive line did. All he had was Saquon Barkley and, you know, some tier two receivers to throw to all, all, all year long. Uh, tier two, tier three, tier four. I like what Tyrod brings. I think he is another guy uh, very similar to, say, Ryan Tannehill and his skill sets uh, can throw the ball downfield, can move around if needed, and does have a pretty good arm. So I like Tyrod Taylor. I would not take Marcus Mariota. He is one in, uh, elbow injury away from retiring. Uh, one elbow injury. He lands on that elbow in any way, shape, or form, and he's done for the year. You know, we, we, we've talked about it. 
uh, in the past past situations. I don't want nothing to do with that. Uh, Sam Darnold uh, coming out of San Francisco, right? Um, he played over there. Uh, had 145, no, 69 snaps, right? 69 snaps, had two touchdowns, one interception, but three fumbles. I think he's still a guy who I don't think I really want to give a shot to. Um, he would be my third stringer, not a second stringer. He's a guy that you would need to coach the New York Jets out of him, if that makes sense. All right. Uh, this is a guy who has absolutely uh, been just hammered over the last few years. Now, I think he will be be in the league. I think he'll probably re-sign with the Niners, in all honesty. Uh, so I don't think he'll be there. Drew Locke, I'm not into him. Baker Mayfield is going to get an extension without any question in my mind after the season he had last year with Tampa Bay. So don't even bring that up. He's going to be a starter uh, without any question whatsoever. Uh, let's see. Walking down. Teddy Bridgewater is retiring. He's already announced that. Tyler Huntley. I don't know. Tyler Huntley is a guy who is a maybe. Again, he's – I would rather have Gardner Minshew. He's more of my third stringer guy as well, right? He's not someone that I want uh, to be a guy who I would want starting uh, nine-plus games in a season uh, if my quarterback went down. Um a guy who could come in for a game or two and you could game plan game plan around him, but his skill sets are limited to the point where uh, defenses know how to play against him. Uh, it took a couple games uh, a couple years ago uh, for Tyler Huntley. Defenses were able to start game planning against his strengths and force him into bad situations. I don't think I want to go after Tyler Huntley. I don't want Joe Flacco. Look, I, I understand comeback player of the year. Uh, did a fantastic job coming in, uh, playing five games with the Cleveland Browns. Had, you know, 13 touchdowns to eight interceptions, four fumbles. You got to you think about this, okay? He still had a lot of turnovers in five games. All right. Granted, in five games, he averaged over 300 yards a game passing, right? Um, he played pretty good, but he's a pocket quarterback. He is a, I mean, he's called Statue Joe for a, a reason. And I think that would completely limit Shane Steichen's offense, having Joe Flacco as a quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts. All right. Um, and I don't want to limit that. Now, granted, I, I don't think you need to have uh, Anthony Richardson-style running ability to fully take advantage of Shane Steichen's system and his play-calling ability, but you got to have some kind of mobility, right? Uh, Gardner Minshew had a little bit of mobility. He was able to take a little bit of advantage of it, but you also need to have a cannon. You need to have a stronger arm than Gardner Minshew as well because he likes – look, he's going to run plays – where guys are going to run downfield 
every single play. Someone's running a stretch play. Someone's running a seam. Somebody's running a go route, right? A deep post or a deep out or something of that nature. Always in Shane Shane Steichen's plays. Every play call's got one. You go through there and look. um, I'd say over 90% of those play calls has got somebody taking it to the house or running the route to take it to the house, right? So you need somebody. Even the backup has got to be able to take an advantage of that. And I, I don't like the fact that Joe Flacco, uh, his arm strength isn't the strongest and he doesn't move around the best. He's probably the worst mobile quarterback in football today. No, thank you. Um, you got Josh Dobbs, who, quite frankly, is going to be he, – he's, he's going to be with Minnesota, Okay. Uh, I, I think he's still going to re-sign with Minnesota, uh, Easton stick. Uh, no, thank you personally. Um, uh, Sudfield for Detroit. Now nah, I'm not really all that interested. Uh, there is Blaine Gabbert, but I think he's going to re-sign, uh, with Kansas city. Uh, you got Josh Johnson who, whew, again, let's talk about age. All right, dude, Josh Johnson is 38 years old. Uh, no, no. Now we come across something that's going to be very, very controversial. There is a quarterback out there who is a free agent who I think would not be bad with the Indianapolis Colts, current Indianapolis Colts. Now, do I want him as a starter? Hell no. Hell no. Okay. There's too many question marks, but he's mobile. He's got a strong arm. He's not afraid to run with the football. And I think with the right system, he might be pretty good. I'm not saying go out and get Carson Wentz. I'm saying it's an option. Okay. And I'm not saying that he should be a starter by any means. Okay. But let's face it. He did take the Indianapolis Colts you know, and almost got him to the playoffs, just like Gardner Minshew almost got the Indianapolis Colts to the playoffs. All right. I kind of got both of them had their strengths and their weaknesses. The only problem with, you know, I mean, Gardner Minshew had those WTF plays too, right? Where he like looks behind him to see who's literally completely turns around to look for the pass rusher. And then you got Carson Wentz who likes to throw left-handed every five seconds. You know, you get, you're going to have to get that out of the system. Uh, definitely. But I think it is an option. He would be a very, very cheap option. And it's somebody who I think could play winning football uh, if it came down to it. Uh, those are really, you know, after going through here and looking at all the guys, I think those are your best options right now for the Indianapolis Colts. Um, that are free agents. Now, as I said, this was just my free agent breakdown, who I might take, who I would not take. It definitely has to do with uh, price, has to do with um, the ability, uh, their age, their mobility, what they can bring to the table, right? And that's just the free agents. Now, after, like I said, after the combine, after I get this free agent run going, 
I'm gonna go into the 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 draft and look at the draft and see who's available for each position there as well. What do you think of the list that I brought down? Is there another name that you're interested in? Why? If you're watching this on YouTube, smash that like button, leave a comment. Tell me what you think. All right. Uh, if you're listening to this on anywhere, especially say iTunes or whatnot, Apple Music, man, please. Hit that stars, leave a review, leave a rating. I would really appreciate it. It would help this out immensely. And with that, I think that's going to do it for myself here at Believe in Colts. Can't wait to get back into the next episode, which I don't know. It's going to be an offensive one. Will it be wide receivers? Will it be running backs? Not 100% sure. But until next time, I'm Lawrence Owen. This is Believe in Colts brought to you by Bet Online. And as usual, go Colts. Do you believe? Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.